If you have your Bibles, you want to turn to Matthew 24. Matthew chapter 24. We're going to turn to a few things. I'm going to try to be as quick tonight. I might just quote verses or parts of verses. Uh, thank you all so much for coming tonight. I know it's a lot of you, it's hard to come out tonight before when that, all that starts. And uh, we're looking forward to tomorrow. Um, okay, I'm, I'm sharing a message. And the title of my message is this. How do I survive Vacation Bible School week? That is the title of the message. How do I survive this next week? It's 9 to 12, Monday through Friday, uh, 400 kids a day. How do I survive it? Now, you're saying, well, I'm not working in Vacation Bible School, so I, this is really not for me. Well, it certainly is, because this is basically how to survive every day in life as a, as a believer. And I think these will do. But we're going to make it kind of specific to Vacation Bible School. And so um, let's have a word of prayer and ask the Lord to just bless the few minutes here that we're going to have with his word. And hopefully it'll be a help and an encouragement to you. So let's bow. Father, we do thank you for your word. And again, thank you for the opportunity to be here tonight. Help us uh, consider these verses from the Bible and apply them to our life. And again, we ask your blessing on Vacation Bible School this upcoming week. And uh, Father, just again, help me, help me have the words uh, from your word that would be an encouragement and help to each one. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, here's a verse. Matthew 24, if you look at verse 13, it says this. How, how do I survive the best week? It says, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Now, that's the way to look at it. I'm going to endure this week of vacation Bible school, and if I make it to the end... Uh, that's going to be wonderful. Now, it's a lot of people misinterpret this verse. This is not talking about spiritual salvation when it says saved. This is basically talking about physical salvation. We're not going to expound on the passage and what it's talking about, but talking about going through the tribulation and making it all the way through, and you, you will be alive. And so uh, if you make it through this whole week and you get to the end of the week and you're still alive, what a, that's a blessing, isn't it? Uh, if you endure to the end, you should be saved. And again... Let me encourage you, anytime you're in the Bible and you see, oh, even a word like save, you don't assume it's talking about spiritual salvation. You've got to look at the context of the passage. In the book of Acts, it talks about uh, the, there was a storm and a ship was about to sink and people were going to abandon ship. And Paul told him, except you abide on the ship, you shall not be saved. And he wasn't talking about spiritually, he's talking about physically. So always look at the context. And um, how, you see, how do I endure? That's what the message is. How do I make it through next week? Is there anything? So we have 10 things, if you want to write them down. You don't have to write all 10, but 10 things that you should remember that could be a help to help you make it through this week and help you make it through each day, in, basically, in your life also. Here's number one. Number one is this. Remember, everyone is important. Remember, every. Uh, turn to 1 Corinthians quickly, 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12, uh, a, a passage that talks about what's called the body of Christ. And how the body of Christ is talking about all the believers. And every believer is part of what's called the body of Christ. But it's interesting how it describes it. In verse 12, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 12 says, For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. Um, verse 14, 
For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I'm not the hand, I'm not of the body, is it not therefore the body? And if the ear shall say, because I'm not the eye, I'm not the body, is it not there, uh, therefore uh, not of the body? If the whole body were an, an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now have God set the members, every one of them in the body, as it has pleased him. Verse 20, but now are they many members, yet one body? And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. We're just going to stop there. Listen, this week in Vacation Bible School, every job that's part of this week is an important job. You know, you think, well, the important people are like the people that get to be on the stage or the teachers or... No, every job is important. Uh, I, I, some of you are probably not aware of this. Uh, obviously, if you see the, the church decorations and stuff, somebody's been working this week. But if you see, saw the organization that goes into Vacation Bible School, there's a lot of jobs going on in a lot of different jobs. But every job's important to Vacation Bible School. Don't be discouraged. You know, I, I, my job's not much. I, I hand out cookies. Or I, I clean up after the kids make a mess. Or I, I'm just a helper in the class, and I basically follow the kids and help them, you know, with their crafts and help them. I don't, I'm not doing much. No, every job is important. Don't allow yourself to be discouraged that you're unimportant. That's what this passage is teaching, that the body of Christ, there's many different parts of the body of Christ. It can't all be the same. In Vacation Bible School, not everybody can be a teacher. If you only had teachers, then you wouldn't have craft people and refreshment people and everything that makes it work. It is, you're all important and important to God. And uh, I, I would just try to encourage you with that truth. Um, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, one of pastor's favorite passages, in verse 26, if you, you could turn there if you want, but basically he's saying uh, there's a lot of people that think they have important things, but those are the kind of people God doesn't necessarily lose. He's looking for the weak and the and the things that are, a lot of people say are not important because he wants to use them. So I would encourage, my, encourage yourself. Look, if you, if you have what some people might think is an important job in vacation Bible school, well, praise the Lord and do your best there. We'll talk about that in just a minute. If you th- have a job you think a lot of people think are unimportant, praise the Lord. That's a job God will give you, and it is important in God's sight. And it all works together to make vacation Bible school work. I want, to, I want to read something to you. I, I'm not a good technology person. Let's hopefully I can pull this up quickly. And oh, I knew this was going to happen to me. I looked at it just before I came. Here we go. I can do it. I'm not going to tell you who texts this, but this is the, the, it's just neat. Hi, amazing team. I just want to say how amazing you all are and how much you and your family and your individual teams are appreciated for every little aspect that you, they are a part of. God is so good and has blessed us tremendously with all of you. Teachers, leaders, aides, staff, make it all to come together beautiful, beautifully, sprinkled with uh, fun. Best of all is the share goal to share the gospel with the kids and their families. Say, thank you. And then someone says, ah, that's one of the best parts of EBS, working together, having fun, and serving the Lord. And then somebody types in, teamwork. 
And then somebody else typed in, I guess that's it. VBS cannot be done by one person. And, and that's the idea. Every job is important. And so whatever your job is, whatever you did, maybe you did something ahead of time. You can't even be here, but maybe you stuffed envelopes or, uh, or, or painted something or cut something out. Whatever it is, one person can't do that. Every job, every job's important. And, and again, it, every job's important to God. Here's the second thing to remember. Number two. Now, don't, please don't take this the wrong way. There are no excuses. Just remember this week, there's no excuses. Do you remember Moses when God, Moses was out in the wilderness and God said, I want you to go back and lead the children of Israel back to the promised land. I want you to take them there. And what did Moses proceed to do? He made excuses, didn't he? I can't speak good or they're not going to listen to me. Uh, and he came up with a bunch of excuses. And uh, uh, don't do that this week. I want you to think about it this way. God has put me in the part that I have. And I will be successful because God will help me. There's no excuses. You know, if God, God allowed you to work and be part of EBS, uh, he's going to help you work. I, I want to turn to Joshua chapter 1. Quickly, Joshua chapter 1. This is exactly what God said through Joshua to the, to the children of Israel in Joshua chapter 1. And Joshua 1 and verse 8. Look at verse 8. He says this. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate it therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then, now notice this, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good, what? Success. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. Now notice this, for the Lord... Thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. So wherever, whatever part you have in Vacation Bible School this week, remember it, it can be successful. Because why? Because of you or your talents or your abilities? No, because God will be with you. There's no excuses. God, can, God wants to use you and use you this week at Vacation Bible School. Okay, number three. Here's the third thing to remember to help you get through next week. You just need to remember people need to be saved. Isn't that it? People need to be saved. Young people need to be saved. By the way, a great time to reach people is when they're children. Before they get more stubborn and set in their ways and the pride steps in. You mean all these years I haven't believed right about going to heaven? And so children, it's a great time to reach them. John chapter 4 verse 35 says, Jesus tells his disciples, the field is already right, white, ready to harvest. There are people that need to be saved, and that's the biggest, uh, the biggest, most important job we have. Listen, what is the greatest need in the world today? I don't look on the TV to find it because they have all kinds of ideas, don't they? The greatest need in the world today is getting out the gospel, souls, people being saved. It's more important than... Anything politically more important, anything in a sense physically about having food or anything like that, it's, that's the greatest need. So when you're working in vacation Bible school this week, I, I want you to think about this way. Not, not in a prideful way, but this is the most important job in the world. This is the most important, biggest need that the world has 
is that, that people need the gospel. Here's my chance to be a part of that and help that, uh, meet that need. Yeah, I'm sweeping the floor. That helps other people get out the gospel. I, I'm, uh, I'm just sitting here with kids and trying to keep them still. That, that helps get out the gospel. The biggest need in the world, the most important job. Uh, again, nothing to say that First Baptist Church of Land Lakes is great, but this week, starting tomorrow, we're going to be doing one of the most important things in the whole world is leading people to Christ, trying to, trying to get the gospel to them. And so they'll trust Christ. And so just think about that. Hey, I'm getting tired. Well, yeah, I'm tired, but this is what a great job, what a great opportunity this is. Number four. Number four. Turn to Romans chapter one. Romans chapter one. People need to be saved. And this is something else that will encourage you, hopefully. This is always encouraging to think about. Romans chapter one. Romans chapter one. We're going to be looking at verse 16, but it says this. This is the point. Remember, the gospel works. The gospel works. If you tell people about what Christ has done for them, uh, if, you listen, if you were here this morning, that we're sinners, because we're sinners, we owe a debt to God. We can't pay the debt by our good works. We owe a penalty. But Jesus came and paid that penalty for us, and he died for us, and, and shed his blood for us, and rose from the dead. And now he offers eternal life if we will put our trust in Christ. That's what it means to believe in him. And if you share that message, it will work. Does everybody believe it? No, but guess what? If you share it in a clear fashion and people understand that people will be saved. It works. Romans 1.16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the what? The power of God into salvation. It has power. It works. It has power. It will work. Um, Romans 10, just a few pages over. Look at Romans 10. This, this is what we should think about sometime. We could do something different in Vacation Bible School, not put such a big emphasis on getting out the gospel. We just have fun things. By the way, we do have fun things here at Vacation Bible School. We have food. Every kid loves cookies. Every assistant pastor loves cookies, donuts, candy stuff. He, he likes that during the week. Uh, and we have bouncers, moonwalk things for them to play on. We have crafts where they can do fun things. Uh, they're, they're, we try to have fun, but it's all for the purpose so they can hear the gospel. They can hear the gospel because it works. And this is an important thing to think about. Look in Romans 10, verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's someone understanding the gospel and believing. But look at verse 14. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? A lot of these boys and girls have heard nothing about Jesus. They maybe know the name and that's it. They don't understand what Christ did for them. Not going to hear it on the TV. Probably not going to hear it where they go to school. And they need to hear. And how are they going to hear if, uh, if nobody tells them? How should they hear without a preacher? And so this is an opportunity to let them hear. You can't make the young people believe in Christ. You can't make their parents uh, on a Friday night believe in Christ, but they need to hear. And if they hear, the gospel still works. It has power. We need to move on. Number, number five. Here's the first, fifth thing to remember. Remember that this, that prayer works. James 5, verse 16 says, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. James chapter 4 says, We have not because we ask not. Jeremiah 33.3 3 says, Call on me and I will answer thee and show thee great mighty things which thou knoweth not. 
Prayer works. And don't forget that through the week. You know, maybe you've been praying hard heading into this week. Don't stop when Monday happens. <laughs> Keep praying because prayer works. I'm not, I, I, I don't know for sure, but I believe this to be true. Everybody always asks me, How, how's your back doing? How does your back feel? Because they worry about me. Uh, they, they think I'm Mr. Goofball, and then I, I fall over and fall over in chairs and flip over, and things happen, and that might, you know, I'm going to hurt my back. Um, you know, something interesting, my back's been, been bothering me the last month or so, especially in the morning I wake up just, it really, it's just a weird, weird pain, a new, a new back pain. And, you know, I was, uh, I just noticed for the last few days it's, it's gone, it's not hurting anymore. You know, I think that is, I think somebody's praying for Pastor Rick. So please keep praying for Pastor Rick because he's got to fall down for five days. All right? But I don't think that is just an accident. Maybe my back might start hurting tomorrow. Maybe God has something else. But I think that that's gone away because somebody's praying. And so prayer works. Don't, don't forget that. And, and be praying about everything about this. You know, the kids listening to the gospel and praying for the weather and praying for safety and all those things. Because prayer works. Number six. This is important also. Uh, this week as you're going through, remember there are people that need to be encouraged. There are people that need to be encouraged. And I'm specifically talking about other believers. And there are other hurting people out there. And they, if they're unsaved, they need the gospel first. That's the greatest encouragement that they can get. And a lot of people need to be encouraged. Listen. Um, you know, somebody needs to be encouraged, the pastors of the church here. Pastor Peterson, Pastor Averitt, Pastor Bloom, Pastor Sell, Pastor Nichols. Uh, we, we, you know what encourages, I don't know about, about the rest of the pastors, you know what encourages me to see people working together? I just get, I get excited. One of my favorite times is uh, when we have like special speakers and stuff, and they get done preaching, and the people just stay after and talking and have sweet fellowship, and just up on there, that is encouraging. And I, know, I, don't, I, I get encouraged to see all the people that come together and work. Um, you know who else needs encouraging this week is, if you, if you call them the small part players. We already talked about them. With a, a seemingly small job. Hey, look at, for this week to be an encouragement to everyone. You got a teenager helping you? You know, teenagers, that's, that's a big step for them to step out and start doing things and serving the Lord like that and helping. Tell them what a great job they're doing. If they're doing a great job, don't tell them <laughs> if they're not doing anything. Say, hey, you need to do something. But encourage them. Encourage other people there. Hey, what, what a great, your, the room's decorated so nice. Or, hey, your, your kids are just, they're doing exactly what's, just and people need to be encouraged. Whether it's vacation Bible school week or not. Families need to be encouraged. Galatians 6 verse 10 says, As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good to all men especially them of the household of faith. Believers need to be encouraged. And as we get together and work together and um, assemble together, we need to build each other up and encourage one another. Great opportunity to do that this week. Number seven. Here's the seventh thing. This is important too. Um, remember, God rewards or God honors faithfulness. 
Don't forget that this week, that he honors faithfulness. Well, if you're a believer, you're going to stand at the judgment seat of Christ one day to be judged for what you've done for the Lord since you're saved. And you're not going to be judged for your sin. Jesus was judged for your sin. But as God looks down at what we're doing this week, uh, just be faithful. Come if you can and, you know, um, uh, and just be faithful. A lot of times we, we say, well, I, I don't like the way things went. I got the bad kid. Uh, turn, turn, turn to Hebrews chapter 6. I just want to show you this first. But God doesn't, you know, whether we have 10 trust Christ as your Savior or 90 or 100. In many years we have many like that. That many get saved of these young people and several adults. Um, it's not, God isn't looking, well, I, you're going to get rewarded because you had a whole bunch of people get saved. Uh, God, God's, not, um, God's not looking for that. He's looking for faithfulness. Whatever your job is. If your job is sweeping, be faithful. If your job's handing out a cookie, be faithful. If your job is uh, sitting here and just helping the kids and listening to verses and helping the teacher, be faithful. That's what God's looking for, faithfulness. And he will honor and reward that. I love Hebrews 6. Look in verse 10. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed toward his name, and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. God's not going to miss what you do for him. God's not going to miss what you do for him. And so, um, very important. Number eight. I'm trying to finish before seven, so I can let you out early like I promised. Number eight. This is important too. Remember, God's word works. Now, this is similar to something we said before, but I want you to think God's word works. Isaiah 55, verse 11. God tells us that his word will not return void. Um, you know, some of the things we do this week, you might not see immediate something from it. But years later, you'll see something from it. You remember Pastor talking about running into the young the lady that is in her, into her 30s, and, and she said, you know, when I was seven, I came to your vacation Bible school, and I, I, I trusted Christ. And now, you might not even know that then, but now she's going to send her four kids so they can hear the gospel. What, what was the impact? Well, it's getting out God's word, right? And she heard the gospel. And, and here's what the point I'm trying to make. You know, we, some people might say it's overkill. Look at this beautiful sanctuary. And by the way, we, we had some people work so hard on getting the stuff done and all the registration, and I, they don't want people to say their name. So I will not say Mrs. Mingle and all her family and Mrs. Becker and all her girls. Uh, they were up here countless hours. I, I'm, I'm worried about them. They, they, they're up here so much. And, uh, and they just put a ton of work into this. Here for all kinds of hours. And, and, and I, I see uh, just my wife just loves Vacation Bible School. And she puts so much time in getting her room right and studying her lessons and working with the VBS. It's a ton of work. And it would be easy to go, is it worth it to put all that time in and to do all that and within just a few days it's over? Can we just do it a lot simpler? 
Could we? And I say, is it worth it? And I say, yes, it is. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So it's never a waste of time. It is worth it because God's word works. All right, two more. These are practical things for you. Two more things to remember. Here's the first one, number nine. Remember to get physical rest. This is just practical. Go to sleep some this week if you're working at VBS. All right? I'm especially speaking to you teenagers that are going to be working at VBS. Don't stay up to two or three in the morning and come try to work the next morning. Get some rest. How many like that? I should have told you you could sleep during the sermon tonight. Get ready to get some rest. Just, you know, rest. Take, take rest in the afternoon if you can. How many say hallelujah for afternoon naps on VBS week? Some of you have worked many years. Hallelujah for that. Eat right and get physical rest. Uh, and uh, so you're all prepared. And uh, number 10, here's the last thing. Remember this. Like, just like life, just like life, the VBS week goes by fast. So, oh, no, it's VBS week. Well, you might be saying that Monday and all of a sudden it's Friday. And you're, you're putting everything up. It goes by fast. Encourage yourself with that. Does that encourage anybody? It goes fast. I don't know about you, but every year I, I, we do this, it's like, weren't we just doing this? Uh, it, it seems like we just were putting these decorations up, and it just seems like we're having a Friday night program, and it seems like we're doing all things. It goes by fast. You'll make it. Just endure to the end, and you'll be saved. You will make it through. And hopefully, if you'll take some of these things we ask you to remember tonight, it'll help you this week. And by the way, it'll help you for your life. You know, we mentioned whatever God has you doing, he's going to be with you, and it can be successful if you just trust him, allow him to work in your life. And that's not just for VBS. That's for anything you have in life. How many of you have a job? You know, that's where God has you right now. He'll, He'll help you with that. Serve him in that job. And, and you, you know what? It, it'll go by fast. <laughs> it's, 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 oh, this is a lot. Uh, but it'll go by fast. And before you know it, you'll be standing in front of the Lord, and he's going to reward you for what you've done for him since you were saved. And I, and I hope our desire is to say, I, well done. But the Lord says, well done. And... Uh, again, I just want to thank everybody for ahead of time for what they're going to do this week. And I'm looking forward to this week. And let's, let's go get them. Okay, <laughs> let's be excited and be ready for the morning. Um, again, thank you all for coming tonight. Again, I, I know if you can't be here, please think about, oh, not just at 9, but maybe starting about 8. If you can stop and, and just pray for the day. Yeah, pray for the day each day. Um, one of the things I encourage you to pray for any distraction to someone who's not saved, any child that's not saved, that they would listen in to the gospel so they can understand what Christ has done for them. Again, thank you for coming. And let me say this, too. I maybe don't know everyone here. Um, if you're here and you don't know for sure you're going to heaven, uh, you can know that. You can leave here knowing that if, uh, if you were to die tonight or 50 years from tonight that you'd be in heaven. And it's not based on anything you could do or promise to do. It's what Christ has already done for us. Jesus loves you despite the fact that you're a sinner, and that's just being honest. He loves you, 
How do, we, how do you know he loved you? Because he came to die for you, to do for you what you couldn't do for yourself. Because we're sinners, we owe a debt to God. And we can't pay that debt by being good or working in VBS or, or going to church. Jesus paid the debt that we couldn't pay with his blood. And he died and he paid for our sins. He paid for them all. And he rose from the dead to prove that they were paid for. And now he offers eternal life if you will just simply believe in him. That means to trust in Christ. Refusing to trust anything else, I trust Christ alone. I'm not going to trust going to church. I'm not going to trust being good. I'm not going to trust being baptized. I'm not going to trust in giving money. I'm going to trust Christ. And then when you do that, the moment you do that, he'll give you everlasting life. So if you never trusted Christ, I encourage you to do that tonight. I encourage you to do that tonight. Let's, uh, let's bow for a word of prayer and we'll be, we'll be done for this evening. Father, we um, are thankful for this simple plan of salvation. And Father, give us all boldness to share that this week in Vacation Bible School, that we can know we have eternal life because of what Jesus has done for us. And we thank you for that truth. We pray for, again, this week coming up, that you would bless in a tremendous way. And we have a great week. Uh, in a sense that we'll just faithfully serve. And if we faithfully serve, Father, we know that you'll be pleased. And we thank you for that. Um, and Father, we just ask your blessing as we depart tonight. Give us safety as we travel home. Safety again, come in here tomorrow to, to, to serve you. Thank you that we have the privilege to serve you. And uh, Lord, we again ask your, your blessing now as we depart this place. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.